money, deals, tribal knowledge, resources, training, coaching, partnering. We are Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. My name is Shanoa Grove. Welcome to the show. Um, what we're going to start by doing, uh, start our meeting with, is a market update. And this is all presented by Texas REAS, Texas Real Estate Investor Association. This is a large network of real estate investor associations all across the state of Texas. We call ourselves Texans Teaching Texans How to Invest in Texas. And they say if you have even the very, very slightest interest in real estate, the first thing to do is to go join your local real estate investor association because that's where you get access to resources money off-market real estate deals and market knowledge uh, contractors power teams etc uh, and one of the things we do is we constantly update the uh, the market update we do a forecast and a, a, a state of the union every single month and i'm going to give you kind of a little snapshot of where we are in the real estate market right now uh, you need to be a student of the market. Uh, obviously, we're in the market. We need to know what's going on, where the opportunities are. We've got lots of tools and resources to do exactly that. So, so let's go through our market update. I guess I can summarize it by simply saying this is actually the best deal, the best deal, uh, the best market we have ever had uh, in real estate. It is the single best uh, real estate market we've ever seen. Uh, and um, the uh, full year forecast for sales is that sales are up about uh, 20%. Um, so that means we're selling more. That's actually not that relevant. I don't really care if we sell more or less. What I care about really is what are the prices doing. And it turns out year over year prices are up 25%. So if you owned real estate last year, uh, congratulations, your house on average is worth 25% more than it was a year ago. That's a pretty good return for a one year return in real estate. And it's funny because um, I own a lot of real estate, I own rental properties. I've got about $15 million worth of houses here in Texas. And most people, when they talk about inflation, they're like, oh, inflation's a bad thing. Well, not when you own real estate. We just have another name for it. We call it appreciation, yes. And, and when your assets, when, you're, when your wealth is tied to real estate and you get a lot of appreciation slash inflation, when the prices go up, that can be a very, very, very good thing. So why have prices gone up so much? Why are we in the best real estate market that has ever existed in the state of Texas? The thing you have to understand about real estate is real estate does not follow the economy, the stock market, even interest rates. People think like there's a big connection to interest rate. Not really much. Uh, during the Great uh, Depression, the Great Depression, real estate prices went down a whopping 6%, almost not at all. During the great pandemic that we're living through right now, real estate went up a whopping 25%. It doesn't have much at all to do with the economy. What it has to do with is supply and demand. Basic economics, supply and demand. That's what drives real estate. It has very little to do with the economy, interest rates, or anything else. And right now, because of the pandemic, we've had huge constraints on supply. So guess what? People are still having babies, and people are still moving to Texas, but we're not building houses, we're not creating inventory. A lot of inventory that did exist has been taken off the market. So inventory is a problem. We got demand, we got no supply. 
And when you got growing or stable demand and reduced uh, or uh, <laughs> less uh, supply, then the prices go, go way up. So what has caused our inventory to be so low? Well, uncertainty. A lot of people said, uh, I don't know if it's a good time to sell my house. I don't know if I want people walking through my house. Um, you know, if I have to put my house on the market, I got enough things going on in my life. I got to work at home, maybe. Uh, I've got to have my kid maybe going to school at home. I don't know if I really have time for uh, people to be going through my house and be looking for houses and trying to sell a house. We, stu we'll, we do have low interest rates, and low interest rates has motivated more buyers to want to buy, so people see it as a good time to buy houses. And the last market cycle we went through really changed the way real estate works. And I am gonna get this door closed here in a minute. What does that mean? Um, it used to be when real estate was hot, builders would build like crazy, right? And then they'd overbuild. And then the market would crash and all the builders would go bankrupt and all the banks would go bankrupt. Well, that cycle happened several times and they kind of learned their lesson. Now lenders are not lending like crazy. Now builders are not building like crazy. In fact, they're not even building enough houses to keep up with the number of houses that are being bought, right? The new demand and the new uh, migration coming in. Labor shortages have caused problems. Uh, immigration policies have reduced labor, uh, and there have been other factors that have reduced labor, uh, and that has made new construction more challenging. Material shortages, up until very, very recently, there was a major labor shortage, so you couldn't even get supplies, and a lot of other supply chain uh, interruptions and disruptions have occurred as a, due to the pandemic. That means if you're building houses or even doing major renovations, it is harder to get the supplies and harder to get the materials. Prices have gone up for both labor and for materials. Uh, and again, these are all causing it to be more challenging to build more inventory. Uh, and then you'd think the government would be here to help us, but uh, they're really not because uh, nowadays, if you want to get a permit to build something new or even to do a major renovation, it's probably more challenging to get a permit now than ever. And then, of course, we have the Elon effect. Elon Musk put on a cowboy hat and says, I'm a Texan. Uh, and I think about 30% of the people in California followed him because we have this huge influx uh, of people from all over the country, pretty much, especially California, moving to Texas. Texas has not only the best real estate market, but the best economy and the best people and the best weather and the best everything else. Uh, and a lot of people want to be part of that. So we have a huge influx of population. Uh, and then to make matters even more complex, a lot of people that are thinking about moving up to a new house or a bigger house uh, are keeping their existing house and they're keeping it as a rental property or an Airbnb. And sometimes they're like, oh, my house has gone up. It's going to keep going up because people keep having babies and keep moving to Texas. So why not hold on to the property that I already have? And I think that's a pretty good idea. I've been a real estate investor now for 18 years, and if I look back at my career investing in Texas real estate for the last 18 years, the only real regret that I have is I wish I had bought more. I really do. A lot of the wealth that I have today was a function of my decision you know, 10, 12, 15, 18 years ago to, to hold on to properties. And, and I held on to a lot of properties, but man, I could have held a lot more, uh, you know, if I only knew then what I know now. But that being said, uh, you know, we're doing all right. And today is the first day of the rest of your life. And then finally, uh, one other interesting factor, institutional buyers. 
you know, there's hedge funds that are looking at Texas saying, man, that's a great place to own real estate. And they're actually buying inventory and turning them into rental properties and Airbnbs. So ain't much left on the shelves if you're looking for a house here in Texas. And uh, that's why the inventory is so low. Uh, and that's why we have a supply and demand problem. Limited supply, more demand, and that causes prices to go up 25% in a year. So let's talk about the different markets, uh, starting with Texas, and then we'll drill into the different cities. Overall, uh, Texas, the average sales price of a house in Texas is 387000 uh, The median, median is kind of, you put all the houses in and you take the, the houses, the, half the houses are more expensive and half the houses are less expensive. That's just uh, another way of coming up with an average is 310000 Days on market, 25 days. Uh, means if you put a house on the market, you know, the average house that's actually sold uh, is sold in 25 days. Uh, days uh, versus 55 last year. Uh, this is the really crazy number though down here. Months of inventory. Inventory is really the supply and demand story. And inventory tells you that if, if you just stop putting any new houses on the market, right? If you just, whatever's for sale, that's all that's left and there's nothing else that's going to go for sale, how many months or weeks, how long would it take before you run out of houses? And the answer is about six weeks, uh, about one and a half months. If you just stop building, stop selling, putting anything new on the market, in six weeks there'd be absolutely not a single left uh, home left in Texas to buy. And that's a crazy, crazy low number. They say if there's less than six months of inventory, you have a, uh, a seller's market. If there's more than six months of inventory, you have a buyer's market. If there's six months, right around six months of inventory, you have a neutral market. Uh, we have a strong, on steroids, strong seller market. There's just not much available to buy. Now, uh, sales is down a little bit. What does that mean? The number of houses sold is down a little bit. Why is sales down? Because there's nothing left to sell. It's like when you go into Walmart right after they say the hurricane's coming tomorrow and the shelves are empty. Yeah, on that day, sales at Walmart are down because there's nothing left to sell. Yeah, everybody wants it, but there's just nothing left to sell. Uh, active listings are also down, which means the problem is not getting any better. You know, with the stock market, it's very difficult to predict the future. And the stock market could crash 5,000 points tomorrow. You know, it probably will. With real estate, it's actually much easier to make predictions because we know about how many people are having babies and about how many people are moving here and we even know how many houses are under construction and you can make some forecasts about that. And we do forecasts here at the RIA every year and we have for years and our annual forecast has always been spot on. It's not like trying to predict the future, trying to predict the stock market. When it comes to supply and demand and inventory, it's not that complicated. And the inventory problem that we have is not going anywhere for quite a while. Now, I don't have any vested interest in saying that. I make money in up markets and down markets and sideways markets, and I actually like down markets because it creates some unique opportunities. Uh, but the market that we're in and the inventory problems that we have are going to be with us for some time for a number of different reasons that are not going away. Um, let's talk about uh, why sales are down. I told you the answer to that because there's nothing left to sell. The shelves are pretty much empty. 
Uh, going through some of the major cities here in Texas, Houston, average price 380, uh, up 14% uh, compared to one year ago today, median three, uh, 310. Looks a lot like the, uh, the state of Texas. Months of inventory, 1.9, very slightly more, but not anything substantially more. Uh, Austin, this is crazy. The average price of a house in Austin is now approximately $600,000. Is that the craziest thing you ever saw? Almost all of my rental properties in Austin, by the way. So I, uh, I bought a lot of properties in Austin, uh, which I'm very excited to say that's the case. Uh, turns out Austin is Latin for San Francisco. Yeah, you might not have heard that before. But um, look at the inventory in Austin. Point nine months. There is less than one month of inventory. Less than one month of inventory, which actually has gone up. It used to be uh, half a month of inventory, so it's gone up a tiny bit. It's still crazy. Literally, you put a house for sale, and it's gone. Like, within days, uh, it's, it's gone. Sales, again, are down a little bit, again, because there's just nothing left to, uh, to, uh, to buy. There's nothing left on the shelves. Uh, San Antonio. San Antonio is the most affordable city uh, in Texas, big city, um, with the average price of 353000 so it's a bargain if you want to buy uh, properties at a discount or uh, relatively speaking. Uh, go to San Antonio. Uh, median is a little bigger or a little lower, just under three hundred. But uh, this is the first time, first year ever, San Antonio has gotten an average price over 300000 uh, months of inventory, 1.3. Again, there's not just much inventory. And of course, there we are in uh, the Dallas-Fort Worth market. Uh, Dallas-Fort Worth market average pr sales price now is $418,000, up 19% uh, percent compared to one year ago. Uh, days on market is basically, or months of inventory, I'm sorry, is basically one month, you know, 1.1 month. Um, and it's pretty, pretty crazy. Um, we're going to see the total prices in, in Dallas, Fort Worth, uh, go up by about 25% uh, this year. So if you owned a house uh, at the beginning of the year, you should see by the end of the year about a 25% uh, appreciation rate, inflation rate for that uh, property. So congratulations to everybody here that owns some real estate. And if you own a lot of real estate, double congratulations uh, to you. So we do these market updates. Um, Every month, wanted to kind of give you a little, little update on, on where we are. Now, what does this mean? Look, you can make money in up markets and down markets and sideways markets. Sometimes it's easy to buy and hard to sell. Sometimes it's easy to sell and hard to buy. It's never easy to buy and easy to sell, right? Wouldn't that be nice? But that's never the case. Uh, but when you have a market like this, it's harder to find deals, okay? And I'm going to tell you, you're not going to look for deals in the MLS. There's nothing that an investor would ever want to buy that is in the multiple listing service. So we're going to tell you where you do look, and it's not the MLS. Uh, but it is harder to buy, but it is easier to sell. And, uh, you know, if I have a choice of easy to buy, hard to sell, or hard to buy and easy to sell, I'm always going to go with easy to sell. Uh, because I can always turn up the marketing, I can always find properties, and when it's easy to sell, the velocity of money is faster. What does that mean? It means when you do a deal, it doesn't take as long. When you, when you buy something and put it on the market, it's going to sell quickly, which means your money turns over more quickly, which means if you got your marketing going, you can scale up your business. And the other thing about a market like this is it's just more forgiving, frankly. For a lot of you that may be new investors, it's just more forgiving. Right? And the reason it's more forgiving is when prices are going up, look, 
it, it forgives mistakes. If you, if you overspend, if you make mistakes, if you mismanage your renovation, um, you know, when you go to sell, you're gonna get top dollar and that can cover up some mistakes. Now, don't make mistakes and I don't want you to be lazy and I do want you to learn it, how to do it the right way, but it's kind of like that stupid flip the house show in Southern California, right? They'd have those flip the house shows in the early 2000s and they'd show these two complete idiots Okay, flipping a house, and it would take them six months to figure out how to plant, plant flowers in the flower bed, okay? And, and then when they finally figured out how to get those flowers planted, they'd flip the house, they'd sell the house, and they'd make $50,000. Why did they make $50,000? Because six months later, the house was worth $50,000 more, right? You know, and the dumber they were and the longer the project took, the more money they made. And uh, we're not quite in that market, but it feels sometimes like that market. And, and that means that if you're a new real estate investor, it's just a more forgiving market, uh, and there's a lot of opportunities. All the strategies work in this kind of a market. In a, in a, in a down market, you gotta be kind of a PhD real estate investor. In an up market, you gotta be kind of just in the right place at the right time. So we're gonna go through some training uh, in a few minutes, and we're gonna teach you the top 12 strategies that you use to find deals. I said they're not in the MLS. Uh, I do want to make a special quick announcement, though. We do have a workshop coming up. Uh, and I want to let you know, well, I'll tell you more about the workshop later. We're doing it right now for free, so how cool is that? Uh, and it's both live and it is also simulcast online. So I'll just give you a little sneak preview now. I'll give you the details of it later. Uh, here at the RIA, we train our flock, the members, uh, we have all 12 strategies, all 65 marketing member uh, campaigns, uh, 10 different closing scripts, learn how you can partner, put together your funding, get access to funding, uh, put together your power team, and more. Uh, and we're doing a tour, so I'm going to flash this up. I will give you the details of it later. But we're doing a three-city tour in Austin, Dallas, and Houston. Dallas, October 15, 16, 17, Houston. Uh, next week in September 24, 25, and 26 in Austin on October 8, 9, and 10. Those are all Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You are more than welcome to join us. Like I said, we are meeting live and in person. Uh, I promise we're going to have a bigger room that's more spaced out with tables. Uh, and we're also simulcasting online. So if you want to come, like if you're in Dallas, you want to come to Dallas, you can come to Dallas. If you're anxious and want to get started on your training sooner, you might want to come to one of the other meetings and, and, and attend via simulcast or, or any combination of live and simulcast. So again, I'll give you the details of this later. Uh, and if that's something you're interested in, we're doing some free training for the workshop. Texas's largest real estate investor association at texasstarterkit.com. If you like today's episode, please subscribe, comment, share with other investors, or join us directly at texasstarterkit.com.